everyone, and welcome to Welcome to the Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is, I forgot the order. This is a new mic guy, Brett Irvin. This is your co-host, Daniel Phillips. And we're a weekly book club podcast where three dum-dums who are completely underqualified talk everything books and books related. Uh, and we also have a book of the month. So thank you for joining us. Hey, audience. Hey. God, it's been so long. And you look great today. If you don't know that, you look beautiful. You're looking really good. Well, <laughs> okay, Dan, you're laying it on What's a little up? thick. I always lay it on real thick. Okay. What book are we reading this month? Malibu Rising by Taylor Reed Jenkins. Have you started it yet? Nope. Have, have you? you? No, I haven't either. We're not close enough to the recording of that episode to where <laughs> I'm like sweating about it. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, no, I haven't started yet. I'm excited to start it though. I've heard really good things. Yeah, same. I uh, am very excited. Well, let's uh, jump into short stories, our segment where we catch up with each other and talk about uh, fun little tidbits of our week uh, before we jump into the meat of the episode. As they say in the podcasting business, uh, good podcast meet. Uh, Brett, tell me about your week, buddy. My week is has been pretty good. Um, I uh, hung out with my dad a little bit. He came into town this week, and so uh, we went and hung out Thursday night and then had breakfast Friday morning, and that was great. Um, he brought me a new hat from the Tampa Bay Lightning when they won the Stanley Cup. So that was great. Ooh. And then played pickleball today. So shout out to um, Justin Hiller, who is the partner in crime to Kate the Killer Hiller. Um, for, uh, how are you feeling after pickleball? Because I feel tired and exhausted. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Yeah. I did stretch afterwards. I'm probably going to feel bad tomorrow, but... Man, our glutes Feeling are gonna okay be, right now. Glutes are going to be burning tomorrow. My cheeks were burning seconds <laughs> after getting done with pickleball. So I imagine tomorrow trying to move. I'm going to be like hunched over like an old grandpa trying to walk around because yeah. these glutes are on fire right now. <laughs> I'm always hunched over like an old grandpa, so I'm going to feel terrible. They don't really tell you how much bending is involved with pickleball. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of bending. A lot of bending. You should call it pickle, pickle bend. What's going on with your week, buddy? So... Halloween is over, which... we Okay, we specifically said we were not going to mention Halloween this episode. We did it We did it last We did it last week. We specifically said we wouldn't do it this week. So Halloween's over. <laughs> um, which oh, means God. we move into the next holiday season. Uh-huh. Which is obviously Christmas. Without a doubt. Thanksgiving <laughs> sucks. Christmas. Yeah. So I got to put Christmas lights... On my house today, which I've never done before, a hundred feet of Christmas lights doesn't go very doesn't far. go anywhere. Yeah, you would think it's enough, and it's not enough. Also, I'm really tall, and I don't like being twenty feet up in a ladder uh-huh. because that's really high. That there's a certain fear being on a twenty foot ladder holding a bundle of Christmas lights as they're getting tangled all around your feet and your legs. Yeah. And, you know, I can't put my finger on what that fear is, but it was terrifying. Like the fear of falling and hurting yourself that's pretty badly. Pro- that's probably what I was feeling. Okay. That was probably it. So I got to say, you're really going zero to 60 into Christmas, and you got to spread this out. We're, we got two months ahead of you. I don't, I don't see the problem here. Okay, no, no, that's fine. You, I love Christmas. You don't don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with this. I was just worried about. I was concerned that you're gonna like hit that point where you're you, you know you've Sick already of Christmas. 
Well, yeah, well, or yeah, you, you just a notorious Grinch. So yeah. he really. It really I, sounds like he's being a Grinch. I don't though, want you to it? expend all of your Christmas resources before he you. He doesn't like how how much your love of Christmas makes his heart grow. I think he's jealous of my joy. Well, bah humbugged. <laughs> <laughs> you would not believe how many Pillsbury Christmas cookies I have consumed this week. I will because. I know how many you had. I know how many you bought. <laughs> and I know how many I bought. But it's a Do mystery you hear my to you. Laughter? It's a mystery to you of how many I there bought. There were 40. Oh, you bought more? <laughs> Parker, how was your week? <laughs> uh, uh, pretty, pretty great. Don't leave me on that cliffhanger. <laughs> um, so I have started a new role in my company. So I'm, I'm now I've oh, moved yeah. into the marketing department. So it's been a weird week uh, work wise because I feel like I, I mean, I was in sales for five years and did the same thing for five years running and then like switching up. I, I'm feeling like I have to learn how to crawl again. Yeah. Um, but it would, it also gave me a lot of time to just like relax and my boss is very sweet and she's been like, you know, we're going to you know take this training process slowly to make sure we get it right. So it gave me a lot of time to read, which was oh, obviously yeah. fantastic. Uh, so I finished Mistborn and I finished Midnight Library, which I started this week and finished this past week. That was it was just a very enjoyable uh, first week of a new job and got a lot of reading done. So nice. honestly, nothing really beats that. It's a great week. Great week. But it's also pretty much the only one of us three that actual news from our week i feel like maybe not because brett was visiting his dad and i didn't do anything you pickled some balls i did i did pickle balls you did um that's a really good week have that you started a really good week. another book no so i well i'm still reading uh verona comics it, it's it I, I was trying to explain it to maddie it it's a great book for a 15 year old who spends <laughs> a lot of time on tumblr and that's what i'd say which like and and don't get me wrong like I, that, I'm about that, right? Yeah. Like that's I, I can connect to it, but it is it is just very much a younger audience than what I've been recently yeah. reading. So it's it's you know it, it's about high school dating. So that I mean that's all you really gotta say to like get you in the mindset of you know this this story. So yeah. um, it's good. It's it's cute, but I I'm having trouble like staying interested in the story itself. Kind of a big book. Yeah, it's for for a, a rom com. I mean, and, and we'll see where it goes. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna dog on it yet. I'm I'm only fifty or so pages in, but I haven't like gotten to the hook yet where I'm you know wanting to power through. Nice. Also, I'd like to add. Um, I meant to add this earlier, but we are using separate mics right now. Well, one and we have two total mics, but so um, we're trying to work out how everything sounds. So. Apologies in advance if anything sounds weird, but we're going to work out all the issues. So our our tens of listeners love us <laughs> so dearly uh, that they they won't even mind. You know, I feel like yeah. they're just going to be so uh, uh, kind and patient with us mm-hmm. and our podcast journey and our growing that we certainly have to do while we stumble over all these podcast obstacles in our way. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, hopefully it sounds better that that was the intention. Uh, and we're looking to get a third mic soon. So there can be one for each of us. And then fourth mic after that, fourth mic after that, just for fun. Yeah. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about bookstores and everything, everything bookstores, bookstores related. Are we naming bookstores? 
Just one by one, and then the episode's over? Barnes and Noble, Parker. Dang it. No, I was going to say Barnes and Noble. Books a million. I think they're shut down. Now we're done. We're done. Just kidding. Those are the books a million shut down? Uh, I hope so. It's a lot weaker than Barnes and Noble. Okay, if There's we're talking mi- about wait, bookstores, we're going to talk million. about good bookstores, not the big chains that they are... They have a million books, though. <laughs> That's actually why they shut down. There was too much overhead. Yeah. Can't keep up with yeah, the, the No, the entire... Not every store has a million books, just the entire company as a whole. Only had <laughs> wait, a million to start with. They ran out. Then they sold them all. <laughs> they kept having to rebrand their name when they yeah. ran out of books. Books a thousand. <laughs> books a ten. <laughs> Oh, books of 10. Uh, no, we're going to talk about good bookstores, uh, uh, what you love about bookstores, fun facts about bookstores. Here, Here's one for you. Uh, do you. Do you like the smell of books? Yeah. Do you cherish the smell of books? Cherish is a word. I mean, do you, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? The, whenever you like open a book and you get that like sniff, yeah, that, yeah. that whiff of a I good li- book. I like the smell of like Is that book? spice? So there's a word for that. It's, uh, it's biblically... Oh, hang on. Biblioteca? <laughs> no, that's not it. It's bib- Bibliosmia. Nope. Bib- Bibliosmia? Bibliosmia. Wow, you said that, and I smelled a book. Did you? Yeah, that's weird. Bibliosmia. I'm actually, the those aren't, those Glade plugins are Bibliosma <laughs> scented. Oh, gosh. So is that just a word for enjoying the smell of a book? Yes, yeah. That Like that sensation or that satisfaction that people get when they smell books when they're in a room that's filled with books and you can have that like old book smell what is that smell bibliosma you mean like what is it what like what is causing it yeah that's a good question is it the paper i would assume the paper i would assume it's a mixture of the paper and ink would be mm. my guess mm. um here but i'm gonna is I'm, it is it that stinky ink <laughs> Well, I have a I have a question for you, that's dealing with uh, bibliosmia uh, for both of you, because I found this interesting when I was I was looking up like bookstore facts and and just kind of you know deep diving into books bookstore information. Uh, there is a a common situation or circumstance that some uh, folks find themselves in when they are at bookstores, where the second when they get into the bookstore, they have the sudden urge to go poop and i wanted to ask you if y'all have ever felt this way if i have felt that way i can't like correlate it to being in a bookstore Mm -hmm. i have no memory of that happening to me i think whilst at a bookstore I i have a theory on that oh i have two theories one for like a major bookstore like a barnes and noble could it be partially because of like the scent of coffee or something like that? And that like triggers you theory two, I think it's because bookstores have a calming effect. And so you, maybe you relax your muscles, including could... your, your bustles, your butt muscles. <laughs> oh God. And, um, then, then you're ready to like anything you had in there. You just, you're relaxed, you're calm and you're like, Oh, got to poo. Yeah. Theory three people that read while in the bathroom. Ooh, it's like a brain bookstore. It's like a brain connection. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. that was that was a scientific term. Yeah, I can't drive down the interstate anymore because when I read roadsides, yes, God, I feel like I have to poop. Okay, but you didn't answer. Okay, y'all didn't answer. They call them diaper down on the roadways. Brett, do you do you have have you ever had that sensation at a bookstore? I mean, I think so. Yeah, 
Okay. I mean, I might I have to. Guess. When I was I definitely looking... pooped at bookstores. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good information for all of the audience to have. Um, I, I don't know. When I was when I was looking at this, I didn't know if that was something that had happened. You know, like kind of like what you said, Dan. We're like, I don't know if I've yeah. realized it. Yeah. But I also have some IBS issues. Mm. So I just maybe have always chalked it up to like that. Do you think IBS stands for in bookstore? In bookstore. Oh my god, you cracked the code. You cracked the code. Everyone's been wondering for years. Uh, Move aside, doctors. Okay, well, enough poop talk, please. Yeah. Let's get into bookstore talk. Mm. What, uh, what, I mean, do y'all have anything? Like, what, what, what about bookstores are, are magical? What makes a good bookstore to you guys? So, I grew up in a really small town. Uh-huh. Really small. There's no bookstore in my... I don't think there are any books. <laughs> yeah, so no one in my town can read, including myself. So there's no point in bookstores, or road signs for that matter. I was poop-free for so long as a child. Okay. Uh, I'm um, so sad that I brought that fact, because I feel like I've just derailed this entire episode. <laughs> um, but I um, loved to read as a kid, and so for a lot of birthdays, we would drive like literally out of my town to like like an hour away to a Barnes and Noble and I would like get to pick out books and stuff. And so it was always a really big deal for me to like get to go to a Barnes and Noble and just like grab a stack of like four or five books for my birthday as a kid and waddle up to the counter with them and oh there's something cool about leaving a store with just a stack of books. Oh yeah. 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 That is a very satisfying feeling. Um and also a terrifying feeling because there's always a stack of books at home that are gonna judge me the mm-hmm. second I enter because with they more books. Read. Yeah. But my one like fond memory of it, I went to a bookstore once and they had a, like a special edition of Aragon. Oh, nice. And it was forty dollars. Whoa. And I was like, what? Like that's the 12? most money. Yeah, that's the most money like, anyone's ever that's had. An inconceivable amount of money for me. And I remember being like, all right, I like. I saved money as a kid. I don't know if you guys, like, yeah. anytime I got money, I was like, oh, I can't spend this. Like, it's my, like, got to keep it safe. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, saving up for that copy of Aragon, and then I, like, got it for my birthday. Like, wow. coming up, and that was, a, that was a cool memory. That's amazing. Cool little bookstore memory. What's your bookstore memory, Parker? I don't know that I have, a, like, a, a singular bookstore memory, but I just love a good local bookstore. Yeah. Uh, finding local bookstores feels like a like a secret has been like unveiled, and um, I mean that that's like one of Maddie and I's favorite like date things. It's like any any bookstore that like also maybe has like a cafe area or just honestly just like bathroom. <laughs> honestly, just like perusing <laughs> a bookstore, like we could do that, and we certainly don't need more books. We typically will buy more books. But sometimes, like, if we have free time on a weekend, we're just like, hey, let's go to... There, there's one in uh, TR called As the Page Turns, which mm. just recently opened. And it's it's really cute, has a good selection. There is M. Judson's, which is downtown Greenville, which I think is probably our, like, go-to favorite local bookstore. It's just really pretty in there, too. It's, it's so pretty. It's nicely organized. It's just, like... There's a nice cafe in there. It just is something about it is just magical inside of that oh. bookstore. I think I think you're right. I think it's the layout 
there's Mr. K's, which is our used bookstore, which has a special place in my heart because it's kind of the opposite feeling. It's just chaos. And uh, I mean, everyone just brings in their used books. You can get credit for that. And uh, then you can go check out or or buy, you know, however many more books. Um, But it's a lot of fun. But it is it's also just it has like an old, 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 old library feel inside of Mr. K's. Um. Mr. or used bookstores in general have that like sense of discovery Mm -hmm. where you can't really go in looking for a specific book, but when you find a book in there that you want, yeah, it's like I have to buy this because like I can't believe I found this book, right? The culture of it of being like those are the places where you'll see somebody like sitting on the ground in one of the one of the aisles like reading a book yeah. that like they're thinking about getting into or something like that it's just like a more like down to earth yeah. I really love that feeling. I mean Mr. K's has a plenty of examples of this mm-hmm. but like when you have a, a well-known author that's been published, you know, over the years and there's been multiple like editions editions you, you can really find some unique, uh, sometimes awful old covers, which I yeah. really love. So uh, recently, the one that comes to mind is when we were into the Dune series two years ago, like Maddie and I would just go like look, you know, through like the Herbert collection. Yeah. And they're like from, there's some wild covers from like the, like, 60s, 70s, 80s, like to the now, of course, you have like all the pretty covers and yeah. whatnot. Like, <laughs> it, it feels like you're going through a time machine a little bit yeah. to see like what was the idea of like a good unique sci-fi yeah. cover or a good romance cover from 20 years ago and I also really love old bookstores when you can tell the book is like worn or has like the the pages are like a little more like yellow tinted or like yeah, you, do always. you know what I'm talking about it's always the, stains. yeah it's always the paperback yellow tints and you open it up and it like makes a like actual noise yeah (laughs) like it sounds like you're opening a newspaper from the 50s yeah um my favorite thing about local bookstores and i actually lean really heavily onto these i think it's super cool but the author not the author the employee selections uh, yes i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted to talk about that yeah that's always my favorite and i think it's fun too and i've done this at m judson the, you know, the staff have their name tags on mm-hmm. and I'll like find theirs and get to like ask him like, oh, like, why do you like that book so much? And th- that's, that's so always charming. a fun, I love always that. a fun conversation. I, I love I love the, the staff picks because I feel like whenever you find a book that you've read that you really like and yeah. the staff pick, like especially if they have like the little like uh, synopsis of why they loved it mm-hmm. under it, it's like you share an immediate like intimate bond with this random person. You're just like, oh, I, I love you that you're that you also obsessed over this book or this series or, uh, you know, whatever's recommended. It's it like feels... a secret validation. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You feel immediately affirmed. Uh, with and your... then you meet the staff, and he's like a little goblin boy in the corner, like eating trash. Well, <laughs> that's never. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not happening. Not at the bookstores I go to. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't. We don't go to the same bookstores. <laughs> I have, you don't go to Trashy's Emporium for all your used books. No, I haven't tried out that one. I have a memory from when I was younger, a bookstore memory. Um, when we first moved to Georgia, when I was like nine years old, we lived, stayed in a hotel for like a week while we were like getting the house ready and stuff. 
and down the street from the hotel. And like I've seen the hotel on the interstate before because it was closer to Atlanta. But there is a bookstore down the street from the hotel. We went like a couple times during the week. But it almost feels like a magical place because we would go in and it was like a super old timey like bookstore and they had a basement full of books and like books were just kind of like stacked in different places. And it just felt like like a weird like a place that you just like want to hang out with because again, it like smelled really cool because, you know, all the old books and stuff. But it was just like books like piled high in every corner. And I think the upstairs was like a. I mean, I think it was like a converted house or something like That's that. That's so cool. And so, but they had like a cool basement that was just filled with shelves. And it was just, I don't know. It was just, I'd like to go back there sometime, but obviously it was just like way out of the way. So I never went back afterwards, but it was like, a, just like a cool memory of like me and my family exploring this awesome bookstore. Fun. Do y'all have any like must have qualities of a, in your mind for a good bookstore? Like if you had a dream bookstore, what what are the few things that would definitely be in it? So I've been to bookstores before and, and I really like when it's not just a bookstore, but there's like a restaurant or something because that's how... Like a cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how Judson and Judson's is too. There's like a cafe in there. But I love when there's... And like an like, Outback. <laughs> an Outback Steakhouse so library. I, yeah. I want to get uh, a Texas Tunyon with my paperback. Oh my God. <laughs> I got like nervous thinking about the oil from that, and then you touching a book. Yeah, that's terrible. That's, that's what, what I want. Tent. That's where the tent comes from. Um, but also, I love when there's like couches and just like seating. Mm-hmm. It's very much like because there's some bookstores. I feel like when kind of like the bigger ones, they don't really want you to like pick up a book and start reading it. They're right. Like, hey, buy that and like and get, get out. out. Here. Yeah. But I like when there's couches and stuff because it's like, hey, chill. Like. Right. Read for an hour. Flip through the first chapter. See (laughs) if it interests you. That is a really, really good point. Cozy atmosphere is big. Cozy Cozy atmosphere. And then for me, and this one might be pretty obvious, but just like clear and crisp signage for like the sections of books. Like if, if you have a really good, nice layout of a bookstore and I feel like I can go in and pretty easily navigate it and not have to like scan through multiple book you know it, that that is so good and i appreciate it and if you can do that well if you can section off your books well that's an a plus for me when they're when they're rocking that dewey decimal system no absolutely not <laughs> the dewey decimal system is terrible and i don't think any bookstores use it i think that's just libraries you absolute goon all right i got another quick question for you this, I feel like this is definitely a newer trend that I've seen in a lot of bookstores, and I'm undecided about how I feel about it. Can I guess the question? Yeah. Is it the blind date book? It's the blind yeah. date with a book. Are you a fan of blind... Well, let's explain it for audiences who might yes. not know. Yeah. Blind date with a book essentially is books are wrapped like a Christmas present would be, uh, and so you can't see the cover, you don't know the author or anything then the the staff or whoever you know wrapped the book will give a brief synopsis however they like and then they put it on a shelf and then you buy it and that so it's kind of a gamble but it really does the like don't judge a book by its cover thing to a further extreme where you really don't even know what you're purchasing till you unwrap it later and a part of me loves that idea and a part of me really doesn't. And I so so give me y'all's thoughts on it. So I'm gonna go through my pros and cons. 
of it because pro i think it's a great idea mm-hmm. i think it's really cool it's hard for me to say that's the only pro but that's that's the only pro because of my cons with it the main con is have you ever bought bought one before oh plenty okay so i've bought two i bought two in college and my main con with it and i guess it just varies from bookstore but I wish it were more obscure books that you were buying. Yeah. Because I feel like it tends to be books you've already heard of. Mm-hmm. And if it's a book you've already heard of and haven't bought it yet, you might not want it, right? Yeah. And so I, I wish it was a little bit more obscure books. But the idea in itself, like, I think it's an awesome idea. Yeah. Can I can I give you some stories of yes. where this has gone really wrong? Yes. So I, I'm in love with the idea. I think it's it, it kind of romanticizes the idea of don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It gives the staff of a bookstore a way to, you know, in a very cheeky way, like write about what, what they love about a book and then try to get someone else enticed to read it. So here's some areas where it's gone wrong. So one, obviously, the big one is I have done this before and gotten books that I just didn't enjoy, it, you know, ultimately enjoy. Yeah. And then I can't get past the idea of like, would I have not picked it up had I been able to flip through and, you know, read a little bit more about it, which is probably more a shame on me thing or just like maybe lower my expectations. Yeah. The way that I think is even funnier that this has gone wrong is Maddie has purchased the same book three separate times at three different bookstores uh, for the same reason that you just mentioned, Dan, where it's uh, like it's mostly popular books, right? Yeah. So oh, she, I, I, God, I can't remember. It was like it was one of like uh, like Reese's Book Club's books, yeah. so it was really popular at the time, and each of them were like very like vague descriptions of it and Maddie was like oh this sounds great and so like the second time it happened she was like haha shame on me like this is silly the third time it happened we walked back in the bookstore and she went up to the counter and she was like can you please take this back we have two copies of this I'm an idiot were the descriptions on each book like the horse girl from Equestrian School. Oh my god, you can't put my wife on blast like Ooh. that. Wants to be the horsiest horse girl in oh school. Oh my god. I really think Maddie's gonna kick your ass if this goes live. I'm gonna leave that up to you since you're editing this week if you want to be brave enough to have that posted. I'm not. Oh, please do. Oh. See see how well that goes over for you, pal. Um... Oh, man. I'm so distracted now. Okay, sorry. I got my third one. And this is really a shame on the bookstore for letting this happen or whoever the (laughs) staff member is. There was a time where we did this, and it ended up being a third book in a series, like some like high fantasy series that we hadn't read, and it didn't say anything on it in the blind date, like, part that it was, like, it's so stupid. That's such a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, man. God, you're going to get a blind date book once. It's going to be a VHS copy of Shrek 2. That would be better than, honestly, a third book in a series that I haven't read. I will say, it, but living up to its name, I feel like blind date with a book, you will have good experiences yeah. and you will have bad experiences. So it's kind of also like, how much do you want to gamble? Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. I have had bad experiences. I've had some bad dates. (laughs) Gone on some bad dates with some books. You just keep trying. Well, you know, you got to get out there. You got to find love. Uh, And I I really do. I'm so uh, tempted 
by that idea because I think that's like how how magical, how majestic would it be if you found like your favorite book of all time yeah. through a system like cool. that? Big good story. Uh, but I probably am gonna waste a lot of money before that happens <laughs> to me. Maddie's gonna keep buying the same book over and over and just over. Just like just like other blind dates that go poorly. Yeah, well. It, you keep going on the same one over and over and over again. Like, oh, have I met you, you before? <laughs> That's Maddie's friend. problem. She kept going on dates with me. She's like, I think I've gone on a date with this one before. I don't know if I liked it, but he's, he just keeps showing up. Keeps Your friends up. keep matching you up with the same person over and over again. I think this is it. I, I swear he's a great guy. <laughs> oh, God. Is um, that it? You got anything else? I don't, I don't, uh, except for, I just want to say to our audience, go support your local bookstores. Uh, and also thank you to all the local bookstore owners and employees and workers, uh, because it's just the greatest. I was also thinking about talking about comic book shops, but maybe we'll save that for another yeah, let's day. Save that let's save that for another day. Cause I have a lot of thoughts there, but really, um, I mean, that's all I have. Oh, I, I also, one last thought. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I love to see in a, in a bookstore is um, like little trinkets, li- like like yeah. cute bookmarks, like fun mugs, anything like that that's like book related. I, I eat that shit up. Socks are everywhere in bookstores. Socks, uh, like notepads with like quotes on mm-hmm. them, bookmarks that are book related. Remember or those Marvel trinkets where it was like a mystery trinket? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm all about that, too. Any mystery package, like, you um, don't know what you're going to get until you open it. Like a blind date book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we've already decided that it's it's bad for my wallet, but good for my sense of mystery and excitement. I think you're just, like, opening presents. I think I do. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Maddie and I have no uh, impulse control, so we just buy blind books like bad people. and Yeah. God. And no, that's it. Any, anything else from from you guys? Oh, let's let's bookmark it. Last thoughts on bookstores? They're great. They're great. They're fantastic. They might make you want to poop, and they certainly have taken so much of my money. <laughs> um, but I don't. I'm not sad about it. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, but no, let's bookmark it there. We are doing Malibu Rising. Yes. Uh, go to your bookstore yeah. and pick up Malibu Rising. Um, fun fact, it is up for book of the year this year from, uh, book of the month, which is a a way that you can, yeah, a subscription plan for books. Um, it's, it's on their book of the year, like pick, like possible winners. Right. Um, so pick that up, read along with us. We do that episode at the end of November. Yeah. The last Tuesday in November will be our Malibu Rising episode, uh, which reminds me, I should really get reading that, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'll start that soon. Also, you may be here. My voice may sound really echoey right now, but um, apologies if it has throughout the episode. Um, I'm going to try and fix that. So sorry if this has sounded bad. <laughs> We're just going to roll with it for this one and see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep fine tuning it and eventually we'll sound like good podcasters. Um, one day. Someday. Someday. We can dream. Uh, special shout out to Jacob Robinson, as always, uh, for the intro and outro of our podcast. Special shout out to Maddie Moon for the lovely cover art of our podcast. Um, and and really just thank you again, listeners, audience, for supporting the show. Really friends, I'd say at this point. <laughs> I'd like, I, I don't really like to think of uh, us as having fans because we're certainly not deserving of it. Because we don't. We don't. 
Um, but the people who continue to listen to this, it really is just the the best, um, and we cannot express how much we appreciate it. It makes us feel good, and and hopefully we're not poisoning the airwaves too much, and hopefully this is an enjoyable experience for you. Uh, otherwise, I don't know why you are listening. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Never forget the real books for the friends we made along the way. It was lovely. Thanks.